a Supreme Court bombshell. Abortion rights hanging by a thread. This is about a lot more than abortion. The first assault conviction in the attack on the Capitol. Inflation is much too high. And will a sharp rise in interest rates be enough to curb inflation? I'm Paul Brandis. You're listening to West Wing Reports from Washington. It's Friday, May 6th. In Washington, there are leaks, and then there are leaks. This one was a doozy. Someone, as you no doubt have heard, leaked to the news organization Politico a bombshell that the Supreme Court has made a preliminary decision to overturn one of the most controversial rulings in American history, Roe v. Wade, the 1973 ruling that legalized abortion in the United States. The emphasis here is preliminary decision. A final decision will probably be issued in June, but based on what we know at this point, it certainly looks like Roe v. Wade is toast. Lots of reaction here. Let's start first with President Biden. You know, if this decision holds... It's really quite a radical decision. Um, And again, the underlying premise, and again, I've not had a chance to thoroughly go into the report, the decision. But it basically says all the decisions relating to your private life, who you marry, whether or not you decide to conceive a child or not, whether or not you can have an abortion, a range of other decisions, whether or not how you raise your child. What does this do uh, in... Does this mean that in Florida they can decide they're going to pass a law saying that same-sex marriage is not permissible? It's against the law in Florida? And so there's a whole, it's, it's a fundamental shift in American jurisprudence. On the Republican side, the likely overturning of Roe is not the issue. The leaking of the preliminary decision is Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. Never before, never before in modern history has an internal draft been leaked to the public while the justices were still deciding a case. Never before. Whoever committed this lawless act knew exactly what it could bring about. Of course, it's factual to note that this Republican outrage about a Supreme Court breach comes 15 months after the 2021 breach of the Capitol by Trump supporters, many of whom say they were egged on by him. Many Republicans have no problem with that violent assault in which 140 cops were injured. In fact, the head of the Republican National Committee has called that, quote, legitimate political discourse, but now calls the leak of a Supreme Court document a grave crime whose perpetrator must be punished. More on the Capitol attack in a moment. Polls, meanwhile, by Pew, Gallup, and others have consistently said that most Americans support to some degree the individual right of a woman to control her own body and make her own choices. Much of their anger is directed at the three Trump-appointed judges who indicated during their Senate confirmation hearings that the right to choose was settled law. First, Amy Comey Barrett. I have an agenda to stick to the rule of law. Next, Brett Kavanaugh. As a judge, it is an important precedent of the Supreme Court. By it, I mean Roe v. Wade. And Neil Gorsuch. Roe v. Wade. 
decided in 1973, is a precedent of the United States Supreme Court. It was reaffirmed in Casey in 1992 and in several other cases. So a good judge will consider it as precedent of the United States Supreme Court, worthy as treatment of precedent like any other. Then there's Samuel Alito, who wrote the draft opinion that was leaked. He said this during his confirmation hearings nearly two decades ago. Roe v. Wade is a, an important precedent of the Supreme Court. It was decided in 1973. The Supreme Court has reaffirmed the decision. When a decision is challenged and it is reaffirmed, that strengthens its value. And for good measure, Clarence Thomas, way back in 1991. I believe the Constitution protects the right to privacy. And I have no reason or agenda to prejudge the issue. All five justices have now signaled that their true views are quite different than what they said during their confirmation hearings. After waiting for years, silently, they now have the majority and can do what, in all probability, they intended to do from the very beginning. mentioned the attack on the Capitol by Trump supporters. So far, some 823 people have been arrested and scores charged with various crimes. This week, though, came the first conviction in an actual assault case. A former New York cop, 56-year-old Thomas Webster, was found guilty on six counts, including attacking a D.C. police officer with a dangerous weapon, a metal flagpole. He's looking at up to 20 years in prison. Other assault cases are working their way through the system. To the economy now, inflation is a global issue. Europe, Asia, South America, prices for food and energy are up sharply everywhere. Here at home, the Federal Reserve has raised interest rates sharply, the biggest hike in nearly a quarter century. Higher rates can act as a break on inflation, and Fed Chairman Jerome Powell thinks it'll work now too, but he says rates will have to rise even further. In addition to Russia's war on Ukraine, which is helping to push up food and energy prices, inflation is also being caused by big labor shortages. Employers are having difficulties filling job openings, and wages are rising at the fastest pace in many years. Competition for workers means higher pay. That's good. But it also means companies paying those higher wages pass those costs along to customers, another source of inflation. And here's yet another source, by the way, too much government spending. It has soared during the pandemic as both the Trump and Biden administrations showered cash upon individuals and companies to keep things afloat. But guess what? The deficit rose sharply, but it's now actually falling. President Biden wasting no time in bragging about Let that. Let me remind you again, I reduced the federal deficit all the talk about the deficit from my Republican friends, I love it. I've reduced it $350 billion in my first year in office. And we're on track to reduce it by the end of September by another $1,500,000,000, the largest drop ever. 
I don't want to hear Republicans talk about deficits and their ultra-MAGA agenda. I want to hear about fairness. I want to hear about decency. I want to hear about helping ordinary people. That almost sounds like a campaign line for the November midterms. We often hear about the individuals who took the oath of office to become the chief executive. But what about the other people who play a role in each administration or the events that may not be as well known, but that contribute to the reshaping of the office of the American presidency? On the presidencies of the United States, we explore each administration beyond just the person holding the highest elected office in order to better understand the history that brought us to the modern day presidency. I hope you'll join me on this journey through the annals of presidential history. Presidencies can be found anywhere fine podcasts can be found and is a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network. A quick update on the war now. As you know, Russia has shifted its focus to eastern Ukraine after failing to take the Ukrainian capital of Kiev and other cities But its campaign in eastern Ukraine does not appear to be going much better. The usual problems are at work again. Poor planning, incompetent logistics, unencrypted communications, and all the rest, not to mention low morale. Ukraine even claims it has intercepted communications showing that Russian troops are beginning to rebel, or close to, against their commanders. NATO said last week that at least 15,000 Russian troops have been killed. The war is now in its third month. Now let's hear about another Evergreen podcast, one that I know you'll enjoy. Mad Magazine. Advertising mascots. B-movie posters. And cartoons. Oh yeah, can't forget cartoons. If you get the funky connection that ties these pop culture gems together, you'll dig two designers walk into a bar. See, we're a couple of creatively curious pals living between the bookends of grand museums and dive bars. Hey, you know the place, the sweet spot where highbrow and lowbrow become drinking buddies. So join our barroom chats as we talk influential work and uncover stories of how the familiar became iconic. Think behind the music for the stuff we love. Check out our website at twodesignerswalkintoabar.com. And listen wherever you get your podcasts or visit evergreenpodcasts.com. Time now to open up the West Wing Report's archives and see what made history this week in the past. 1915, while golfing in Maryland, Woodrow Wilson was told that RMS Lusitania had been torpedoed by a German U-boat, the sinking of the Lusitania killed 1,198 people, including an estimated 128 Americans. It pushed America closer to war with Germany. Until the ship was attacked, U.S. policy towards Germany in World War I had been neutral. That was World War I. There would be another world war just a generation later. Throughout the world, throngs of people hailed the end of the war in Europe. It is five years and more since Hitler marched into Poland. Years full of suffering and death and sacrifice. 1945, President Truman announcing the great news that Germany had surrendered again 
to the American people. The flags of freedom fly all over Europe. For this victory, we join in offering our thanks to the providence which has guided and sustained us through the dark days of adversity and into light. Of course, the war with Japan still had a few more months to go. Two atomic bombs would bring that to an end in August. Want more history? Check out my books on Amazon. I'll sign them for you, too. Just shoot me an email, pbrandis at evergreenpodcasts.com. And need a speaker for your event? I do that, too. Current events, economics, analysis, history. I connect the dots, and I would love to hear from you. Speaking of books, by the way, I'll send you one if you download my new app. It's called West Wing Reports, available in the Apple and Android stores. Just download it on your phone or tablet. There's a button called What's on Your Mind. All you do here, it's easy. All you do is push, talk, and send. That's it. Leave a comment and your name goes into a drawing for any of my books, your choice. I like to end each week with a quote, something you might find thoughtful. This week it's from Andrew Jackson, our seventh president. He said, quote, Any man worth his salt will stick up for what he believes right, but it takes a slightly better man to acknowledge instantly and without reservation that he is in error. Think about it. Well, that's all for this week. Follow me on Twitter, by the way, West Wing Reports. West Wing Reports is a production of Evergreen Podcasts. Special thanks to C-SPAN for the audio clips, our producer, sound designer, and engineer, Noah Fouts. Executive producers, Michael DeAloya and Gerardo Orlando. I'm Paul Brandis in Washington. Thanks so much for listening. See you next time. I'm Allison Holland, host of the Kennedy Dynasty podcast. Equipped with a microphone and a long-term fascination of the Kennedy family, I am joined by an incredible cast of experts, friends, and guests to take you on a fun, relaxed, yet informative journey through history and pop culture. From book references to fashion to philanthropy to our modern expectations of the presidency itself, you'll see that there is so much more to Kennedy than just JFK or conspiracy theories. Join me for the Kennedy Dynasty podcast.